Hey everybody, welcome back to another version of Flock and Gather. It is your only 18-minute podcast to the spa and wellness channel. And of course, 18 minutes might seem like a long time. I'm going to take you to a good friend of mine in New York. Well, New York and LA, but I think New York today. But in any case, she talks as much as I do. So 18 minutes, we're going to cover a lot of subjects. I've got Nancy Trent today. She runs Trent and Company, chief cook and bottle washer, and about 13 other things that she does. Welcome, Nancy. How are you? I'm so happy to be here. I always love talking to you, Alan. Good. Well, we, and did I, is it New York or LA? I don't know where you are today. I'm actually in Malibu, which is basically a suburb of LA. And I say that because people who aren't from around here may not realize that. But Wait, it is people very don't realize what? That Malibu is sort of a suburb of LA, oh kind of like the way Chester is a suburb of New York. But as I'm talking to you, um, from my peripheral vision, I could see the ocean and I could hear the sound of the waves, which is so good for your blood pressure. Well, <laughs> but I'm leaving, for New York on, I'm leaving for New York on Sunday. So, you know, it's a lot of back and forth. But it's you good. get you get to bring your blood pressure by back up by going to New York. So good for you. Um, Nancy, we, you know, before always before we start these uh, podcasts, we always uh, chat little stuff, which always gives me topics for our uh, conversation. And I said, it's like having coffee together. And you said, I love coffee. Coffee is such a subject in people's lives. It's rare that I run into anyone who goes, oh, I don't drink coffee or I don't like coffee. People always have uh, good coffee stories. I have one for you, but let me ask you first. Do you have a good coffee story you want to share with our audience? Well, you know, what I want to say is don't don't say that because a lot of people are tea drinkers and there's a lot of research that talks about the benefits of green tea and many other herbal teas and people are concerned about caffeine. But there are other people that caffeine is actually good for them. People are microdosing caffeine. But, you know, in this world today, we are way too polarized. And if everyone could just like whatever team you're on, it's whatever. It's fine. It's fine. But we need to be able to talk to each other reasonably and in a friendly manner and hope. All right. So what's, if you're, what's your coffee story? I don't care about tea or anything else. I want to talk coffee. So what's the coffee story? Well, I I stopped, you know, I experimented with stop drinking coffee and I <laughs> yeah, and I was and I was able to. There are a lot of remedies. People have a lot of ideas how to reduce the feeling, you know, that terrible headache that you get. And, you know, I got over that quickly. But the thing is, is I didn't feel like myself, you know, like I like I like to feel very alive and energized and caffeinated. And let me know, green tea and certain black teas have even more caffeine than coffee. So, you know, why get hung up on it? Can I tell you, people should drink whatever they want. When Kathy and I walk our dog in the morning, there is a guy, he's getting football. He's teaching, the kid must be 12 or 14 years. He's taking lessons from an ex-NFL player in the big park in the center. And he sits on the bench, the dad, and he drinks Red Bull. That's his morning caffeine thing. And I would never tell him it's wrong. So you should drink whatever you want. I happen to love good coffee. Mm -hmm. And I think part of coffee is also um, how it's brewed. We just happen to have something called a juror. I think they're made in Switzerland. But every time people have come over here and said, oh, my God, I love your coffee. What are the beans? 
I tell people I don't think it's the beans, even though we we use bulletproof coffee and I love it. But I think sometimes it's the it's the way it crushes the beans. It's the mix of the water. Because I can tell I go somewhere else and a lot of times I'm never happy with coffee because I just like my at-home coffee. Yeah. Okay, that's Every, the coffee story. The thing, well, the thing about, uh, there is something I do want to add because now yeah. that I know that you're, you're bulletproof coffee, I have to tell yeah. you about my my very dirty little secret. Tell don't me. tell this to of course, but don't tell anyone. <laughs> what I do every morning is we also have a very, you know, beautiful coffee maker. We, you know, we're really into every, you know, not me, Tony is really into cooking and all this kind of stuff. So he makes really beautiful, delicious coffee. But for every four cups of coffee that we make, I put in a quarter of an avocado. Now you may be like, that's gross. But what I do is I put the coffee and the avocado in a blender. And, um, you know, and avocados here are local, so you're eating locally. And um, it's our version of Bulletproof Coffee. So you may put in your MBT oil, we put in avocado, and it doesn't change the flavor, it just changes the consistency. And it's thick and yummy and delicious. So it's not a slice of avocado you put into the coffee? I No, it, it is, I put a, a slice, of the coffee and the avo in a blender and zhuzh it up, zhuzh it up until it's all, you know, completely dissolved and you don't even know that there's avocado. And avocado in that way has no flavor. It just what makes do you it do? Thick. What do you do with this avocado grinded coffee blend? I drink it every morning and I love it. And it oh, makes so it you boil water on the stove and you put hot water in it. No, 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 no. We have um, we have a coffee maker and we make beautiful coffee like we're always experimenting. You we put it in a filter coffee. inside the coffee and then the hot water pours over it. Uh, All right, we're going to move on from coffee. I'm going with I'm going with bulletproof and I'm sticking to it. OK, I don't know. Listen, I we'll you. talk more about this offline, but I don't want to waste our time on more coffee. Uh, you're. Tell me, tell our listeners, you've been doing this probably as long as I have, although you're way younger than I am, but tell people, how did you start Trent and Company and why is it that you're in the spa and wellness industry? Because I think it's really an interesting story. Okay. I, I started I started in the healthy lifestyle category before it was called healthy lifestyle because of weights that were in my living room when we were growing up. My dad was a weightlifter and a very, very, very early health enthusiast because he exercised every morning and he took vitamins. And he also told me, you know, he got me exercising very early in life. I was working at a PR firm and they were giving me a great um, promotion and they um, and they were giving me the the um, the biggest account that the agency had at the time, which was a pharmaceutical company. And I went into the meeting. And, you know, we had to sign um, confidentiality agreements. That was great. So I can't tell you very many names, but you would recognize them if I did. And they were, they were hiring us to introduce this new drug that they told us one didn't really work so well and it had side effects. After the meeting, I said to my boss, did I hear that right? Did, did they say that this drug doesn't work? And he said, yeah, that's why they're paying us a lot of money. I said, how can we do that? We're in public relate. What are you nuts? Oh, my God. And he said, yeah. 
And he said, you know, you're acting very immature. You don't get to, to choose who you work on. And I was like, what? I, I can't tell this to my journalist friends. Next thing was I said, and he told us about side effects. And he said, yeah, that is why they are paying us a lot of money. You know, you have to learn how to be, you know, you, you, you don't choose. You, you take what you do and do the best job. And I thought, yeah, I'm taking what I choose. I'm getting out of here. And the next day I quit my job and started trending company from my apartment and um, in New York City. And we we are the first wellness company. And frankly, it was over 35 years ago. Oh, my and, God. Um, okay. We started in the exercise world. Then we got in the spa world. Then we got, you know, and and, and now wellness, we, we represent products for every room in the house, every person in the family. I mean, wellness is really 360 today. So it was a very exciting time. But when I told people that I was into health in those days, they would look at me quizzically and say, do you uh, shave your legs? Do you only eat granola? Like what is being in health? And look at what it is today. I, so you really I, can't. I wellness trend. find it interesting how far, how fast the entire wellness uh, industry has come. So, you know, I'm about 35 years in the business as well. And I remember clearly when my friends used to say to me, I'm thinking about going to get a massage. Am I, do I take my underwear off also? Or what do I do exactly? Now my friends call me, they go, hey, I just went to Miraval. I got to tell you about my experience there. Right now, it's, it seems like the whole wellness uh, seems to be part of people's Everything. generic uh lifestyle yeah i've got a guy play golf with and he talks to me about his nutty pot right i've been using a nasal drain for 30 years also but he tells me about why and his allergies and this and he hates being on the drugs but he uses the nutty pot and blah 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 and we kind of accept it like it just became part of who we are right as part of our society it went, it went from something we were ashamed of and we didn't really understand to something that's really cool. And I feel like while that is what's going on today, we should take advantage of it. And as many people as possible should get into wellness. And I, I just came from a trade show where you, you, what we do is completely mainstreaming and it's great. And you mentioned nose, you know, nose is the new it organ. I mean, everybody <laughs> is talking about cleaning your nose and nose cleaning and ear cleaning and, you know, tongue scraping. People are getting really into cleaning everything and also measuring everything. But spas are in offices, they're in schools, they're in houses of worship, airports, you know, hotels, everything. Um, because we know that 90% of all illness is based in stress. So the more you could reduce the stress in people, the healthier they're going to be. For our listeners, we're talking with uh, Nancy Trent today. She is the chief cook and bottle washer at Trent and Company. So you have to visit her website. It's T R E N T, Trent and A N D Company.com. So please go there and um, visit Nancy and see what she's doing. Her company is engaged in PR. Saying you're engaged in PR barely covers it, but she is a wealth of information about everything in our industry. If you're looking to promote yourself, you want to grow bigger, have more sales, she is a, a very good place to, to start to do that. Nancy, we offline, we talked a little bit about 
a retirement. When people always say that to me, I always think I'm not clear how to spell that word anymore. And I, cause I love being in the swim. I know you love being in the swim, which is why we're still doing what we're doing. Do you know, I heard while I was working out the other morning, I heard on the news, this was for people 55 and over that they did this survey that said 60, it was either 62 or 67% of those people say they don't see retirement in their future. And another 18% said they're never retiring. The the old mantra about like you get a gold watch, you sit on the porch and you're rocking, yeah, that doesn't even exist anymore, does it? Yeah, so, you know, Alan, I believe that if you love what you do, you don't work a day in your life. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity that our company has grown so well and, and helped so many trends that have really got went from really fringe to mainstream or are so um except widely accepted today and used by millions and millions of people by some of the major corporations that we we all know and hear about but i love what i do and you know in this time of great change you need to keep evolving so what pr was is not very different from what it is today but it's also many more things so of course, we're doing social media. I, I, right before this, I was interviewed by um, by another webinar about um, how to get your products in movies and Hollywood and, and, and how to get your products in the hands of celebrities. You just have to keep evolving what you're doing and doing more and more because that's what it is today. But the world of PR has really changed. However, the main ideas, the main skills that you needed way back then are just as relevant today as they ever were. Nancy, do you think, um, you know, I do a, a, in my consulting industry, I talk to a lot of what I'm going to call young people in our industry. So you might between 18 and 35, I'm going to call you young in our industry. And I remind them of a couple things. One, you can work your entire life in this industry and love it all the time. Deborah Zake is a good example, approaching 101 and still showing up, right? So uh, that's one thing I remind people that's really important. If you love this, continue to work. You can do it your whole uh, life in this industry. But number two, and more importantly, I try and remind them that the telephone, the cell phone that they carry around that seems to be glued to people's hands and ears doesn't necessarily give you all you want out of connecting to people, right? Like I always say what's old is new and I know you would agree with me. Go to trade shows, go knock on doors, face-to-face -face visit with people, get out of your office, go visit your neighbor, competitor or not competitor. You should still have a relationship with them. What say you? Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. First of all, 100 is is young because you, know, you listen to Butner and um, the Blue yeah. Zone. There is every reason that we should be living even longer and doing doing more and staying relevant. And we need to help as many people as possible. So you have to eat right. You have to exercise. You have to drink water. You have to take supplements and you have to you have to have faith, you have to have a mission, you have to have a purpose, you have to have a community. And these are all things that we support each other with. The people in our industry, 
we love each other. You come to our trade shows, you come to our meetings, you hear our phone calls, you hear about the long ongoing friendships, but we need to remain healthy and do everything we can to do it because people are looking at us and seeing the next generation needs to understand they should outlive us. But, you know, there's a lot of things to point to that they may not be, that that their vision may go even earlier than older people because we, our eyes weren't being attacked by these screens way back when. Agreed. Nancy, when they were young. And you talk about PR, social media, a lot of the things that, that encompass Trent and Company. Go there, people, trentandcompany.com. That's with the T as in Tom. Um, can you share what if I was a young spa salon wellness center, somebody, a manufacturer in our industry, what should I be looking for in 24? I know it's around the bend because I've had a half a dozen companies already call me and go, hey, what's trade shows look like next year? And I'm thinking, wait, we're in August. I can't think about next year yet. But obviously we're talking about it. So take a minute and tell us what what are we looking for? What's coming down the pike? What's, what's really important in the, in the spa world is that it's very, very hard for people to get the employ, employees to handle all of the demand. So there is a need for more equipment, more products that could be DIY that can operate and give people a really good result. So there's a brand like JK Wellness that makes these amazing massage beds that feel like you're getting a, an eight-handed massage but it's actually you, and, and they're wonderful and really good at what they do. People understand meditation and relaxation now more than ever. So it's a, we work for Ultraban, which is really about baths and beautiful baths. And people have a much more of an idea of style now, and they expect more. On the product side, there's a lot of things that are going on. And in addition to things just being only about luxury, they also have to be therapeutic. People want results. People are really, they want, they want products that really, really work. Yesterday, I had the amazing experience of going and getting a, a literally a $999 facial for 90 minutes, and it was worth every penny. And, ah. um, and what, what they wanted, what they wanted what they're trying to do is you could do it in between more um, aggressive aesthetic uh, treatments, but even more important, if you do it, then you don't have to do what they call, what are called invasive treatments, AKA plastic surgery and some of the lasers. And when you walk around Los Angeles, whether you walk around New York or the plastic surgery or dermatology shows, you see bad plastic surgery. So you can understand. So even though this facial was close to was a thousand dollars. A facelift is what sixty five thousand dollars. You have to do a lot of thousand dollar facials to make <laughs> the equivalent. So right. You're taking you're taking really good care of your skin, and at the end of the day, that's the most important thing: well, taking care of yourself and nurturing yourself. We're going to so finish up on that note because you're you're striking one of the things in my world that's always critical: efficacy. Show me results. Show me that it works. Because otherwise, yeah, yeah. that's where our industry started was a lot of oddball stuff that no one could prove work. But now it's got to work. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Alan, today the products are way more effective than they ever were. 
And I can assure you that in the next five, 10, they're just going to keep getting better and better and better because testing is getting better. Technology is getting better. The truth is, is the next generation isn't going to have to look like they're aging. They're actually, it is absolutely possible without any invasive treatments that they're going to look young and wrinkle-free and all that kind of stuff throughout their lives. The technology is here today. And so it, the next generation is very lucky. <laughs> that is well said. Um, it's been great having Nancy Trent here today. Again, reach out to her, trentandcompany.com. They've been at it a long time. It's amazing, Nancy, the amount of things that roll out of you that that resonate with things that I see as well. You're just a you're a wealth of information. I just love it. I just want to say one other thing, Alan. Not only are things becoming, you know, products getting better, but companies who are offering these products are doing better than, than ever. Every four to six months, another one of our clients is being acquired. So, you know, obviously there's interest in this. So there's opportunities for entrepreneurs and there are opportunities for big companies in here. So let's all keep staying healthy. Amen to that. Nancy, thank you a ton for being with us today. I loved every minute. Always great talking to you, Alan. Thank you. <laughs> you as well. And friends, remember, please be kind to one another.